Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. So, Steve, did Ava Gardner and Howard Hughes have a good relationship? Well, they did until he dislocated her jaw. What? Well, don't worry. She hit him back with an ashtray. From Beneath the Hollywood Sign is the gin joint for you. Welcome to the future in this year's wildest super fun show for adults. Hey gang, it's Josh Olson. And Joe Dante. And we want to tell you about our podcast. It's about movies. Josh, there are a thousand podcasts about movies. Sure, but ours is different, Joe. That's true, actually. Our guests are writers, directors, musicians, comedians, actors. Hell, we even have other podcasters on. We play no favorites, and they don't talk so much about their own work but about the movies that have influenced them and made them who they are. We call it the movies that made me. We've talked with people like Guillermo del Toro, Little Stevie Van Zandt, Martin Short, Ethan Hawke, William Freakin, Barbara Crampton, Jonathan Ross, Dennis Lehane, Mark Duplass, Adam McKay, Lorraine Newman, Jason Reitman, Alex Anders, Elijah Woods, Stephen Canales, Eli Roth, Joe Bob Briggs, Roger Corman, Bobcat Goldthwait, Leon Douglas, Dana Gould, Martin Campbell, Shane Black, Albert Hughes, Emily Deschanel, Joe Biafra, Larry Fessenden, Nicole Hawson, Shotty King, Lee Daniels, Rosalind Chow, Clancy Brown, Yardley Smith, Ike Barrow, Steve Arkett, Thomas Milton, Jim and Uwe Boll. It may not be high, bro, but it's lots of fun. Subscribe for free on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts. In color to thrill you as never before. Hello, I'm Anderson Callen. I got a movie to make. And all that, yada, yada. You're going to hear the actual intro here in a moment. Uh, I just wanted to let you know that what you're about to hear is an inside the room uh, producers meeting. Uh, we do these every Friday, just about every Friday, unless I have an interview scheduled for the documentary or... I'm out of town or something like that, but pretty much every Friday we do the producers meeting. It's great. Uh, we have a good turnout mix of uh, producers who have been working on the film since last year uh, all the way uh, to now, as well as uh, a number of people who have given um, large amounts. One of the perks is you can sit in on those meetings and they're, they're very fruitful meetings. I really enjoy them. I look forward to them each week and there's always updates. I usually learn something uh, that, that's going on and they're like updates uh, like this is. And this week was probably the one filled with the most updates. And I decided to kill a couple birds with the one stone and uh, record it. We usually record it because we n never know what we might use for the actual documentary. Probably none of it, but you never know. Uh, but this week in particular, there were updates on cast and uh, where we're coming along with the short, as many of you have been hearing about. And I thought it would be good to give you guys a behind the curtain look at what those producer meetings uh, look like, sound like. I also video, we got video representation on the YouTube. Um, so here's why I'm doing the preamble though. And that's because uh, it does not sound good. I recorded myself independently. Everyone sounds good except for me. And I'm the one who talks the most. Uh, and it was picking up. Uh, I did have backup recording of my, my dumb little, um, ear pods, AirPods, but, uh, the actual file that I recorded through uh, a good processing microphone and all that was not, uh, the file got corrupted and I could not mix it in. So I just want to let you know, it's, it's good information. There are some big, uh, announcements. Like I said, I think you might glean something from it, especially if you're interested in uh, the movie making process. Uh, however, I just wanted to let you know that I know the quality is awful. Uh, being a sound engineer for all those years, it really bothers me to put horrible sound and quality, uh, out there. It's horrible quality, horrible sound out there, uh, without at least acknowledging it. So yeah, there's that. All right, but here we go. Uh, here's what the meeting sounded like. Thanks for listening guys. Hello, I am Anderson Cowan, and I've got a movie to make, and this is Loaded for Bear. Let's make this movie week 21 of 36 weeks. I'm just going to start saying episode 21 of 36 episodes, because, uh, you know, we, we are condensing some things, and uh, 
not always uh, being every Friday like we were because of situations like this where we have um, some new announcements and uh, doing things a little bit differently this week for those of you listening and or watching. Uh, we are going to be using the producers meeting, at least a portion of the producers meeting this week uh, in this feed. So those of you who are not a part of the producers meeting, which is most of you, and I, it must be frustrating as listeners uh, to be hearing me, you know, talk about the producers meeting. And then we talk about this and I'm not allowed to say to you guys, but you know, it happened on the producers meeting. Uh, and I just thought I'd give you a little taste and give you a little behind the uh, curtain. And uh, so you could see what the producers meetings look like. And this is a, a pretty good turnout. It's about average of what we normally have. A, a lot of familiar faces. I'm always feeling really good every single Friday when I check in and I see uh, these people and hear from these people as well. Sometimes uh, they're in the middle of their busy work day and they're still getting work done. Uh, a lot of the time we have like fun backgrounds and stuff. And I like to think that it's, it's everyone's favorite part of their day, at least when they're doing stuff. No, Joe said no. Very rude, Joe. Very, uh, very hurtful. No, but, it's uh, a hard no. It's these are hugely valuable in a in a uh, project like this where there's so many uh, moving parts and, and we're scattered all over the country. And to just kind of do a, a check in and see how everyone's doing, and uh, a lot of brainstorming goes on. Ideas have come out of this meeting uh, numerous times. Uh, in fact, our cast uh, would not look anything like it does if it were not for these meetings and the people that are involved in these meetings. So. Uh, with all that aside, I'm going to kind of, I don't even know what we're allowed to say, what we're not allowed to say, but all I can say is this, that big things have happened. Um, I can tell the producers in here that, uh, just this morning, I, with, while holding my breath, I did get the location locked down for the short, which we are now shooting October 20th. So. I have not exchanged money yet. I wanted to come down there and give them a check. And they said no, because the lady who does that is sick today. So why don't you know? But I said, well, make sure you put my name in bold on the calendar. Do not let anyone else come in. And Because I was just waiting. You're always waiting because there are so many moving parts. We looks like we have everyone locked in as far as the people that need to be a part of this project. And then I was circling back to make sure the location was still available. And I was just waiting for that oh, no, somebody's coming in to have a birthday party here that, that morning now. So, But that didn't happen. At least that's what they told me. So until money is exchanged and there's a contract, I won't be so, super satisfied. But as of right now, my name is big on that calendar, which is huge. All right. Robert, do you want to tell us what we're allowed to say? Yeah. And I think I, I was one of the lucky ones to to be on the show last time and um, earlier this week. And we left on a bit of a cliffhanger, right? We we kind of were talking about a, a name that we were going to be meeting with and hoping to be able to close. Um, and then we had we've we've had uh, two cast members uh, verbally locked in. Um, and I'm happy to report back. Unlike sometimes when you leave a cliffhanger, it just hangs out there for weeks. Oh, I um, I'm happy to report uh, that we have locked down three cast members. Um, names of which, and back to your point too, before I say the names, I'm going to extend the cliffhanger out just a little bit longer uh -oh. is every, like what I love about the, this process, Anderson, and if folks are thinking about signing up and being producers um, on this project, it is not just lip service. Catherine and I, one of the producers here uh, on, on the meeting, we're just talking about how collaborative this is. Um, this has been truly a collaborative process and you take uh, notes and feedback from everybody here. And we wouldn't have these three individuals if not, for some of the people on this call, throwing them out as potential suggestions for the characters. And those names, if we want to do a drum roll or something, is uh, we have our Dexter. And that is that is Eddie Levy, um, who folks may know from uh, shows like AP, AP Bio. 
um, as well as uh, the other two. Um, Eddie's a really talented actor is going to make an amazing Dexter. And um, Eddie came uh, courtesy of, I was it you, Derek? I can't remember. It was Chris. It was Chris. Yes. Yes. Uh, Mr. Hoops yeah, Chris, himself. Yes. Chris, yeah. thank you so much uh, for yep. turning us on. And I, I, I had always, I'd seen Eddie in um, AP Bio and, um, and the other two in particular. And it, it, like when you said his name as a potential for, for Dexter, it was like, yes. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I think Anderson had the same feeling once. Well, yeah, his reels. I went and I looked at his, what I, what I do when people throw names, I mean, I'm not always familiar with, you know, I'm a movie guy primarily. You guys know that. And I, you know, I've not seen AP bio as much as I love Glenn Howerton. I just haven't had the time to, to watch that show as, as good as it looks. So I was not terribly familiar with Eddie, but I take all, you know, especially with the, with this group and for people with people that are in, involved in this project, like everyone's heart is in the right place. And a lot of people have really good ideas and they can see the vision. So when Chris, who I go way back with Chris, when he has a good idea, of course, I'm going to listen. I'm going to listen to anybody who has an idea in this group. And uh, first thing I did was I watched his demo reel and all of his best clips from AP Bio in particular. And it was pretty early on that I'm like, yes, this guy is definitely got the Dexter vibe that we're looking for. So I was thrilled to uh, find somebody that could work. And then you cross your fingers, hold your breath, and you send off an offer. And you get in, uh, in touch with their people. And that's what Robert, that's where Robert comes in, does, does that side of things. And uh, this is weeks ago now. And, and when Eddie's people and yeah. Eddie himself said yes. Eddie, Eddie was one of our first uh, folks cast. And I'm kind of going in order of, of that chronology. And um, next up was, was Steve, uh, our character, the character Steve. And that was someone who was top of your list, Anderson, from the, from the beginning, you know, um, always had, had this person in mind and like lucky to get him. I literally just watched, uh, don't tell mom, the babysitter's dead last, uh, last week, uh, with my girls and, um, it still holds up. Uh, they love it. And, uh, they love the character that Keith Coogan plays in theirs. Uh, and we managed, uh, Keith was enthu so enthusiastic about signing on and has just been a pleasure since signing on, um, communicating with us, uh, regular, uh, regularly, um, trying to fit everything into the schedule. Um, such a, such a joy to be able to have Keith, uh, Keith on who's, who's just been such a big part of, uh, the movies that I've seen growing up. Yeah. Uh, I, I watched hiding out on a, on a, on a loop with John Cryer growing up as well. And, uh, don't tell mom that the babysitter's dead as well as adventures in babysitting. And I also worked with Keith Coogan, uh, before I was in radio and, uh, actually even went out with a small group after uh, an event and had drinks with the guy and realized way back then, like just a stand up solid human being. And that's one of the, the one of the top things uh, that came to my mind when uh, I was, we were trying to you know look at potential cast members is like people that are going to get this project that we're all going to want to work with because there's almost always one and we're not done yet we're we still have some roles to fill but there's almost always one that kind of is difficult or you know not on the same page as everyone else and so far we don't have anybody like that attached to the project now. You producers who are on this meeting as well, you have heard these names before, but what you have not heard is that they are officially signed on now because of something else that we haven't really, uh, I think, been clear with on this meeting anyways, is that Robert uh, has come through and got the SAG after a rep uh, on board to approve this project officially. So we are an approved project. Even though shorts were not struck, as I say, from the get-go, you still need to get approval and signatory, as they call it. And... Uh, all of the hoops that uh, Robert went through to get this to be official so that these actors can sign, not only sign on, but now we can actually talk to them before we weren't even allowed to talk to them. 
So yeah, a lot has happened uh, and it's official now with uh, these two actors. And then is it official with a third actor as well? Where it's a, it's a, Hey, we had a, uh, the way he likes to do it, you know, it's like the old uh, firm handshake kind of method. So yeah, we're, we're good talking about the last one. And that was the one that we left as a cliffhanger that we were off to go uh, chat um, in typical yes. fashion. This actor uh, was interested, but wanted to have a, a chat with, with Anderson and I about a little bit more about the script and the character and like the origin story. And I think we spent like an hour with, uh, with, yeah. with this person. Is that right? I was anticipating maybe 10, 15 minutes. He just wanted to make sure that we weren't nut jobs. And, and then he'd be like, okay, well, you know, I'll, I'll think about it some more or whatever, but no, he was deeply interested in what we were trying to get at, what we want to do with this and where like, like John, like Robert said, like where the story came from. And uh, we, like, we did a little workshopping while we were on the phone. I mean, this guy wants to get his hands dirty. He wants to uh, meet sooner than later and start uh, the process of fleshing this character out, which I, absolutely all for i've always with anything i've ever written or, or done i've always thought wh whoever gets cast in this role is going to bring their own flavor and and their own interpretation to it uh, depending on how much they actually want to bring some actors they just like tell me where to be tell me what to do tell me you know how to act uh, and some are like i want to bring what i know from my own experiences to this this role and in most cases that's very very welcome so john Kapalos is his name am i allowed to say it you're allowed to say it <laughs> Is going to John play the, the, the titular, um, as Brian would say, uh, Ben. He was titular at one point, because at one point this script, the feature-length script, was called, it was just simply titled Ben, just for simplicity's sake. And the whole movie revolves around this character. And without this character, this movie is, it doesn't have a, have a prayer. So John Kapalos, uh, you all know him. You've all seen him in something. His, his credits on IMDb range, uh, they're, they're up at, I think, 209 last I checked. And uh, I think most of us know would know him as the uh, the wise ass janitor in uh, the Breakfast Club. Uh, he was also the sniffing accountant in Seinfeld, and he was also um, the oily bohunk in Sixteen Candles. Uh, and he's been in tons of other things. And once again, it was his it was his uh, demo reel. I mean, none of those roles that I just mentioned made me think John Kapalos would make a great bed. It was his demo reel and what he's kind of aged into and become a, a fairly serious, stern uh, actor with uh, gravitas and range. And uh, I just watched his demo probably three times. And each time I was I just looking for like reasons why he want to make a great Ben. And we have Catherine to thank for this. She um, just on her own doing, she got a couple minutes uh, apparently one, one day. It seemed like probably way more than that. And she really combed through IMDb Pro and sent me uh, a number of names that I had not thought of. Uh, and I went through all of those along with all of the others. I mean, there's well over a hundred have been looked at at this point for Ben, because Ben's so important. And all the, all the demo reels, every every time I, I have 20 minutes, that's what I'm doing over the last uh, number of weeks. And he is one of two, three guys that I really believe could play this role effectively, at least the way it's written without a major rewrite. Uh, so like Robert said, we got him on the phone and uh, he's one of us. He's just down to earth. And, I mean, we were cussing by the, by, by long, not 20 minutes into the, into the call. It was, it was a little nerve wracking, you know, cause it's so close to me. And like, when I got to sum up, you know, the pitch of stuff that's been in my head for the last eight years, uh, I just want to make sure I'm, you know, doing the pitch justice and explaining, you know, where it comes from. But I think he recognized pretty early on that it's a passion project and that, you know, my heart's in this and everyone who's involved in this process thus far, their heart is in it. So 
and be, Great because news. we're because we're a SAG project, uh, a SAG short, we have to keep under fifty uh, fifty thousand dollars. So when you think about all the money that goes into making a project, none of these folks are doing this for the money per se. No. So, no. you know, they, they they were they're responding to the project, and I have to say, in John's part, Anderson, because you won't give yourself this credit, I I sat quiet ninety nine percent of the call. Anderson was doing a fabulous job, not selling because it it wasn't selling, but you said oh, something. It's all, it sells itself, but you, you positioned it in the best possible way. And I'll, I'll probably always remember how you said it. Um, I'm going to try to get it right here. Um, is the thing that stuck with me the most is what you told him is like, you know, I, I'm, I'm not the best filmmaker that you've ever worked with. I'm certainly won't be your worst. Um, but I'm the best filmmaker to make this specific project. And I, like, believe I, I, I may have gotten that a little off, uh, but the way you said that just that was for me the moment where i was like okay this you know john's going to be john's going to be in at this point good good i'm glad that, that's helpful too because when i'm talking to other people you know if that resonated with you uh what i told him is you know he's got 209 credits i said i'm not gonna be the best director you've ever worked with he worked with guillermo del toro and john hughes so i mean who the hell am i but i said i won't be your worst either i'm sure you worked with worse directors but as far as this project goes i am uh, the, the the best uh director for this particular project and i do believe that i do believe that so those are our three our fourth is half cast or at least we have i mean i kind of have a plan a plan a but for the project's sake and just for the way that the world works we still have a plan uh, we, we still have something else that's kind of out there but we're going to probably know one way or the other by end of weekend and i'm not comfortable saying that name Robert, because this is being broadcast. Yeah, but. no, 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 pl no plan to say the name. We're hoping to hear back later today. Um, they've been traveling on vacation, and it's it's um the fact that they've we've been uh, in discussions with them for it's it's about a month now. I would say so. No news is good news at this point still because we're just waiting for them to come back from um from vacation. But obviously, uh, you know, the movie waits for for no one person. Like at some right. point, if, the if show it, must it, go on. Yeah, the show must go on, and you know, well, as much as it would pain us to to have to move on, um, you know, we've got. It won't, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be we, totally we, frank. It won't bother me at all. In fact, it'll bother me. I think the other way. So it's a great problem to have. You guys who are on this call uh, right now, you you know what I'm talking about. You know who I'm talking about. He would be great. I would love to to work with this particular actor. Uh, everyone listening is familiar with him and what he's done, uh, and I think it would do wonders for the project. But at the same time, who I I've decided that I a more personal choice for me. Uh, he's completely on board. Robert, you don't know this yet, but I talked to him last night and he is completely uh, down to do whatever for the practice. So he, he's like, I'll be your plan B man. I get it. But uh, you know, he's very talented and I, I have a feeling that either way we, we win with this. Um, yeah. It'll, it'll be with a heavy heart. If I have to return to my personal choice and say, Hey, sorry, but yeah, I hate this. I hate this part of it. I really do. But like I said, good problems to have. So, yeah, um, that's where we're at. Uh, I also have a call with my, so as you know, with the script, it pulls back. We see a real Ben and we see a real Dexter. And I have a call with who I want to play the real Ben later today, who is like the perfect real Ben. And this is another gift from the universe. He's just underfoot. I see him all the time and he is an actor. <laughs> so I think I got my real Ben. I'm going to be calling him from karate today when I'm Atticus the karate. He's available that date. He doesn't know why I want to talk to him about that date, but I think that he'll be uh, involved. And now um, that we have dates locked in, I'm going to begin calling 
um, parents of our born to act players individually and figuring out if they would be interested. Because it's not just the actors, obviously the parents will also be put out and have to be there. Some of them, some of the actors take access and are very independent, but some uh, usually have a parent that takes them. So uh, I have my, my list of people that I think would be best fits for this. And here we go. Here we go. The project is a coming. Final note for me, I just uh, spoke moments ago. I, got, I finished wrapped up with um, Nick from Entertainment to Effect Change. And um, he sent me over the, the most recent donor list. He is very uh, excited. He didn't even know about the short until now. And he totally sees what we're doing and how important it is and how exciting it is. He also gave me some other tips. Uh, Nick, the way that he thinks, Nick, so Nick runs Entertainment to Effect Change, which is a nonprofit, and it raises money for projects that are designed to change public perception about, you know, important social issues. And obviously, ours fits that bill. And Nick says, you know, if this is successful, and you have a good time making this short, this could be something you do annually with this group and use it as a fundraiser for Mary Rings and the Born to Act players. And it's just an annual thing. And you get, you know, like guest stars from the business from Hollywood to come in and, you know, fill in these roles. And, you know, it doesn't even have to be something I write, you know, it could be, you know, we can get uh, a short script submissions type thing. And like, there, there could be something here if it works out well, and it's fun for everybody. So could evolve into something even more uh, important for, for the Born to Act players. So I love that idea. I never thought of it until I talked to Nick. So that's the kind of resource Nick is. Not only does he be our fiscal sponsor with allowing it to be a 501c3 and a tax write-off for just about everybody that gives to the project, but he also has great ideas and contacts. So, yes. Cool. Two quick things. Uh, yes. You also are going to have to call parents to be to get the kids to be in the cast, in the crew as well. Um, yeah. Don't forget that. And yeah. then uh, are you going to read out names of recent donations and stuff? Because that's something. Oh, because yes, because I forgot that we're actually doing this. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, 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 I don't. And you I forgot don't... to post you and Rob last week, by the way. I didn't see it. Only on YouTube. No, it's on uh, on Patreon. I'm, I'm, I'm pacing it out. Oh. Of, yeah, because okay. I realized that it, for whatever reason, it didn't go up to the regular feed last week. Um, Got it. I don't know what that was about. I don't know why it didn't, but maybe I post both. Of, ah, yeah, maybe I post this one tomorrow now. I don't know. It's kind of stacking up now, but yeah, maybe I just, I don't want to skip Rob's. I say now throw you just them all out. up, man. Throw them all up. People will digest when they feel ready. But I mean, the film vault just got posted today too. Oh my God. You're not a regular stuff. podcast listener. I Look, just give it to me. I'll put it in the playlist and I'll get to it when I get to it. Here are the most recent donors. Uh, Mike E. Joseph, thank you very much. Anonymous, appreciate that. Jer Shaw. Jer, Jer Shaw. I hope I'm saying Jer right. Uh, Matthew Rickner is back again. Lisa G. I think that's the Lisa G I know from camp. If so, hi, Lisa G. I don't know if you're listening to this, but William Rooney has uh, given big. And he's the guy that uh, I was trying to make sure that he had the invite for this right before because I just got his email. Uh, Alex Simpson is back. And then Jennifer Carey. That's right. Unlock It's Herself. Just donated two hours ago. So as I as I speak these words. So yeah, we are getting, uh, we're we're making strides, leaps and bounds, all and um, it's fantastic. And Chris uh, Hoops Moran, Chris Moran, I, I let you know yesterday when we were on the phone that I would let you know as soon as late uh, dates are locked. It looks like they're locked here as of maybe an hour ago. So, yep. If you're coming out, 
book the flights. Uh, there will be spots to come hang out on set and watch. That goes for you, Eric and Florence, and Eric as well. So, yeah. Uh, two of the three cast members would not be cast, I don't think, if it wasn't for this group. So it's it's a collaborative, collective, and yeah, it's always, uh, the, a room is always going to produce better things than one stubborn mind. So, yes. Any questions, guys? Any uh, suggestions? Any, any, uh, anything else? Is it going to be a, oh, go ahead, whoever's talking. Is it going to be a one day shoot or two? One day, one day. Okay. And I got clearance from my producer that I can um, run my crew into the ground for 24 hours. Yeah, it'll feel like two days. Yeah. We're doing it in, it'll, we're doing it in one. I'm not a part of the crew. I know. (laughs) <laughs> when, does, when does the schedule start on the 20th like what time are you starting great point probably like 7a 7a um i probably most likely the night before actually is when we're going to do a load in and maybe build part of the set the night before because i think that's going to take a few hours and i just need to get that cleared from the uh location but yeah i would imagine that we're going to load in have things set up maybe even pre-light the night before and then start shooting Probably hair and makeup call like 7 a.m. Hopefully start shooting by 9 at the latest because uh, one of our actors needs to be out by 4 for their first. It's two halves of the day that we're doing. And if we're still shooting at 4, we're in big trouble for the second shoot, which is more involved. So very ambitious. Does it matter for um, any of us showing up? Does it matter what time we're getting there? I'm flying in. If I'm if I'm able to do it, I'm flying in from New York. Jeez. You're going out in New York, Florence. Uh, I'm going to the Vogue offices. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Look at Florence. And now you still want us to believe that that push in, the subtle push in last week and that <laughs> fan blowing your hair in the wind was a mistake when you're going to Vogue? <laughs> yep. I, the few days before I was at the Beyonce concert, so I have a constant wind machine on myself now. I gotcha. It's in your contract, your life contract. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it doesn't... Uh, the the office stuff is what we're shooting first, which will be the the smallest set piece, and the born act players won't even be called the set until the second half. So we're shooting the evil side of the uh, short first, and then um, the loving side second. And that's another thing. I don't want to keep these guys up too late because I you know I think a lot of them are on school schedules, and you know they probably are Saturday. used to. Well, yeah, it will be a Saturday, but still, I think yeah. that you know a lot of a lot of these guys uh, have a routine, and you know you don't like to uh, interrupt that routine too much if you can. But we'll see. And I got to figure out before I even start making these calls, you know exactly what uh, the the um, the pay is going to be and all that stuff, and if it's going to differ from so we have so many different roles that we're going to offer these guys. So all good stuff. Any other questions? What did you and Mickey get to shoot? What are you going to shoot on? What are we going to shoot on? Yeah. It's going to be a Panavision camera. I don't I don't know what, uh, if the strike is still going on, or even if it's not with uh, the lack of productions, I would imagine we're going to have kind of pick of the litter of whatever Mickey, you know, feels most comfortable with and wants to play with. Uh, there's no, like, action sequences or anything that we, we're going to need, you know, specific um smaller cameras or anything like that it's going to be pretty locked down and fluid but we might you know 
I know that we, uh, a friend of ours who's a very, very good steady cam operator wants to be involved. So we might work that in right now. The uh, shooting uh, shot list is, is still uh, a work in progress and pretty flex. Uh, those, of you, those of you who listen to the after disaster, you hear that, that Mike Carano was involved with our first scheduled um, shot list um, meeting. And uh, Mike, uh, he, he did a lot of interrupting. And um, as you might imagine, I, I can't even explain uh, what he spent 20 minutes on um, taking away from that meeting. But it was comical. I can tell you that much. I, I will. I'll, I'll tell you real quick in case you haven't heard. There's a shot called like the cowboy shot, right? And that's what Mickey was suggesting, right? When Mike showed up, which is just like uh, pretty much just like where you show the holsters and you show the guns. And it's like a classic shot. and You see like waist up. Mike Carano thought that Mickey was suggesting that we somehow his brain went here. He thought that Mickey was suggesting we get stock footage of, from an old cowboy movie where it's just a cowboy's black and white shot of a cowboy's like waist down with the guns. And we're going to superimpose that over our Steve character who is wearing a suit in an office yelling on the phone. And he was going to suggest that he is part cowboy. And he loved that idea and he wanted to explore that. And I'm like, Mike, we're, that's not what that means. It's something completely different. And Mike said, no, it's a great idea. You should do this. And that took up about 20 minutes of our two-hour meeting. So that's that's the uh, that's, that's what I'm dealing with, <laughs> oh, Michael. All right, um, great meeting, guys, and uh, thanks for everyone who who listened. Uh, is there anything else that anybody would like to bring to the program before we uh, bring to the meeting? Before we, I'm still on kind of like show mode. Sorry. Loadedforbeardoc.com. Loadedforbeardoc.com. Don't oh, thank you. Here. Yes, loadedforbeardoc.com. Finish phase uh, yeah. one, open in phase two. That's right. Very good. Thank you, Joe. Tam is really good at making me do all that too, and she's not <laughs> here. So Tam like yells at me off off uh away from the meeting. She's like, You're just so bad. You need to plug. I've been doing better on the other shows though this week, and it's really yeah, showing. Thank you very, very much. Good. Thank you very much to everyone who's because I was waking up and ulcers were um uh, forming uh when I was thinking, all right. We got all these things in place. Now, where am I going to find the money? And you guys are coming through. We're getting closer to being able to, you know, fund this 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 thing. And we're still five weeks out. But uh, I already told Mike to to ease up that I can't pay him for the the short term because that has to kind of take a back seat. Uh, but mm. we keep rolling the way we're rolling. Uh, Mike will be able to uh, continue what he's doing, which he's going to do anyways, probably. But yeah, we're going to be documenting all of this and leading up to the short and, and the whole thing and shooting the short, obviously. It's all very, very good stuff. Great job to Rob on everything with the strike. Listening to the last episode, I was very fascinated by everything that was done with um, the unions and wow, like amazing job, guys. Good job, Rob. Thank you so much. I, I I have a feeling, Florence, when I meet you, I think we're going to get along really well. Um, and I will help you do all the uh, the crafty work uh, if you're still interested <laughs> in doing that. Yeah, I am. I've been looking at flights because I didn't know what the date was till right now. And so I was going to be flying back to Phoenix on the 20th. So now I'm trying to change it to L.A. So I don't know what time it puts me there and how much of a mess I'll be. But the, I would like to try to do it and and get everybody fed on the set. It seems like uh, you're you're biting off a lot. And I don't want you to, I want you to come and enjoy yourself, Lawrence. And if you have to like fly in LAX and go straight to Costco or something, I don't love that idea. I don't love it. We'll figure it out. We'll talk. Yeah, we'll that's talk. what delivery's yeah. for. So we'll figure it out. <laughs> um. All right, guys. And then 
Eric Robbins and I were um, talking about um, some storage stuff too, which I think Eric, you and I will catch up with that um, sooner than later. Cause I, I want to say that's not pressing, but all of a sudden it will be pressing and we'll need it all in place. Like, you know, yesterday type thing. So yeah, uh, we should probably stay on the ball with that. But Eric's coming up with a great I mean, workaround as far as sharing data. It's very revolutionary state of the art type stuff. So uh, excited to get that in place and talk more about that as we as we move forward. I, I made some progress there. So whenever you want to have a call, just let me know. Great. It's the type of thing where we're going to be able to share uh, all, all of our footage at lightning speed, almost like to people like Joe. I mean, some of the footage and he doesn't really have much of it other than what I afford him as well as uh, whoever we get as our, our editor for not only this project, but, you know, everything. It's, it's the way things are going to be uh, moving forward for a lot of big productions, but they aren't just standard yet. And uh, we're, thanks to Eric, we're getting there on this one. So, cool. Catherine, thank you very much for one-third of the cast. Uh, it goes to you, Chris. Thank you very much for one-third of the cast. And like like Robert kind of let off with, there's no bad ideas. Anytime you have an idea, even if you think it's bad, feel free. If, if it's bugging you and it's festering, uh, feel free to throw it our way. Uh, and we listen to everything. And, and so far, the project's only that much better because of it. So thank you. All right. All right. Well, uh, we will see you guys next week. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, like uh, Joe said, loadedforbeardoc.com is where you go for all good things. A lot of the time, uh, there's, there's, there's matches that your company does. Every bit helps. And uh, yeah, we got a really, really big day that we're leading up to now. So the documentary right now, the focus is we're, we're, we're doing rehearsals. We're singing Christmas songs just last night. It's weird because it's still very hot outside, but looks like Atticus is going to be playing Tiny Tim in the, the production of... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which is fun so we're documenting this stuff as the rehearsals uh, lead up to the christmas show and now that we're getting much closer to uh, the short and that being actually locked in and a reality we are going to be um, obviously focusing on that and documenting that and getting um, some of our actors um, thoughts on it and feelings and excitement and apprehension and and uh, rehearsals and I, i'm going to hopefully be doing table reads with them as well and yeah, uh, a lot, a lot to document. And yeah, we already got in trouble once. Talk about it on after disaster a little bit, but uh, one of our interviews went south. <laughs> we got yelled at. Uh, we got shut down. And then I was, we were supposed to reshoot that two days ago, but that particular subject got very, very sick the night before, and he's, I'm worried about him and his health. But that's that's what happens when you work with a large community. Like, so, anyways, uh, I think he's okay now. Though I checked in with him yesterday. All right. Thank you very much, guys. Have a great weekend. And uh, we will most likely get back next Friday for this. Last words, last thoughts? For over a hundred years, the world has been captivated by Hollywood. The uh, stuff that dreams are made of. Where stars are born. But just beneath the stardust lie a million more fascinating stories that when sewn together form an incredible history. The Secret History of Hollywood, available now wherever you get podcasts. Hi, I'm Neil. And I'm Ken. And we are from the Triviality Podcast, a pub trivia style game show where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. Join us each week for an hour-long game of general knowledge trivia featuring special guests from around the world. Plus, 
tons of extra themed episodes. If you want to improve your trivia game, or you just want to scream at us in your car when we get easy questions wrong, then we're the show for you. Find Triviality on all your favorite podcast apps. But you know that, because you're already listening to a podcast.